one thing that I'm happy that they didn't do is in any shape of a, or capacity try and include some sort of pandemic storyline or anything like that. I, I really, I'm not a really big fan of shows that are doing that. I do feel like a lot of us watch TV for escapism. So listen, it's enough. <laughs> Chill out. But I think that's probably the task that they're going to have for the next eight episodes that we just have to hope that for those episodes, they've written it in a way that the timelines make sense and we're not feeling like, and then like, how did we get from here to here? How did this character go from here to here? Molly now has no hair. What was Molly's healing like? What was Issa and Molly's actual healing like? What was, you know, like you said, how did Issa get to Crenshaw and how did she end up working with NWB? Like the block now has 10K on Insta. Like what happened in between? What was the actual grind or what, at least give us, you know, one other event that happened, something. Um, even if she speaks about it in a conversation, just something like you said, that will um, bridge the gaps. I just think for me, like comparing it to Pose, I'm not feeling as, what the fuck is going on like how did we get from here to here maybe that's why in my head I feel like I'm really enjoying this because I'm too focused maybe my main focus is the finality like wrap this up how is this gonna look because I just hate when shows and sometimes it's not shows fault like sometimes they get cancelled halfway and they didn't know that that was the last season so I'm just not a fan of you know the final season just not having a sense of finality or us just not knowing how it ends I like things to be wrapped up don't leave us on a oh shit, this is the fight they had, boom. Then now they leave it to your imagination to try and figure out how it could have possibly ended. I'm not a big fan of that. I don't know if they will do that anyway, but yeah. Okay, yeah. You have, <laughs> you had a lot of thoughts. <laughs> a lot, baby. Like I said, Insecure is probably one of my favorite shows. I just really like shows that are very very relatable and it's in the, for me with insecure guys it's in the little things like at isaac's birthday party the child that i think is molly's brothers who wasn't actually his but it was his ex-girlfriend's child and him and the baby have the matching burberry shirts like little things like that that make you laugh like it's been a running joke on for years like on twitter how people the dads always be wearing burberry black shirts dads. Hey, say that <laughs> black dads you know be wearing the burberry shirts at like the baby showers and clearly now it's spilling over to the birthday parties um which was quite interesting to me because i actually for so long used to think it was just like uk twitter that spoke about that but clearly it's in the states as well um so yeah it's good that they also have these little things that we still gonna get to enjoy laughing at I think touching on the Crenshaw situation, though, because obviously there's going to have to be other stuff happening. That's just not about the finality of these characters of the show. What did you think about that whole situation? I mean, I have some thoughts, but I want to hear what you thought. Um, I don't know. Do you think he's very convincing as a designer? Like, I think the vibe you're getting is he's basically like a telephone, like black designer, you know, unique um, coming up, you know, in this you know fashion world um mm-hmm. i don't know he just i don't know if i think he's a bad actor or i just or i just like something wasn't convincing i found his character just actually annoying and but, i don't think i ever felt that about a character on insecure like the we got your people come on but I think it, do you know what, for me, as much as they were annoying, it added a sense of you're still necessary for the story because a lot of us can 
relate to being in workspaces and some of your colleagues are just like bro can you just can you can you not like don't talk to me just don't talk to me you know what I mean with him his annoyance it nothing made sense to me like we get that you're passionate but like if you do this and then what happens if you get like blackballed like now first of all you're putting Issa's job on the line even you if these people decide that you're high this person can't take notes they just kind of want to do things on their own they're not easy to work with like all these little things that kind of come up with aspiring artists just people in any industry like if you're just seemingly someone very difficult to work with I just don't think it ever works out in your favor and I just didn't like the fact that he did what he did granted this time it worked out for him but it was just a bit too rogue for me and I was just like ugh, you're annoying um I also think actually speaking of storylines that waste time I do think that was a storyline that wasted time unless he's gonna come back in another episode and there's relevance to it I don't understand why even bro and I mean obviously with NWB they did show us that you know we've all been in situations where sometimes white people in these black spaces feel like they know better and they want to tell you how you should be doing things for black people and it's like you know I know what's better for my community I know what would work you're not going to come and give us someone who's not really adjacent with Crenshaw or to host this event in Crenshaw and this person isn't even from this community um and tell us that they seemingly better just because you feel like for the white audience they're more palatable like that's what I was getting from the whole situation it was so annoying to me that they were trying to tell Issa what to do um so but yeah, it's not- it's not like Isa was totally against what they were saying. She also, to some extent, agreed that the stuff that they that um the artist wanted was a bit like. Mm. I don't know if she did. I think she actually really liked the idea. I just think it's one of those, for example, you want to get funds for something. You know that this white man here is the one who has to give you the final stamp of approval. And I think we've been in situations as people before if you're in a predominantly white space or you know that for example even in your corporate space you have to crack a smile and do the fake ha, ha, ha. even in your head you're thinking what the fuck but you know that if i don't do this right here right now it's just not going to work in my favor and for me that's what i was getting from that whole situation because she did try to push and be like but i just really think that you know this is the, end of the third and they were kind of telling her no molly then gives her the idea to go back door go speak to the person on top that person then loops and sets back into the situation and now you can't outright say i think this is stupid because seth was also looking at her like hmm <laughs> i'm here now what um he's already expressed that mm, no um so now how do you outright say that actually i think he's being really stupid or i think he's being silly or making a poor decision because you also don't want to piss him off that's the person you report to first so even in her going back to Crenshaw and being like, they didn't like this, you can see that she's almost just trying to convince him just so it can finally go through and it, it works. But I don't actually think she believed that that was the best decision to make. But um, I think in a lot of cases, it is the, the power does not lie with you. It's like, listen, the powers that be have said A, B, C, D. And I think it was... Even though, like they're like it worked out this time and like he actually liked it, but I think it was a cautionary tale that mm, um just doing whatever you want to do. Mm, like I really hope she took oh, it forward. I, I and I really hope you know that man. I don't know. I don't know if I care enough to see him again, and it's quite disappointing because I do feel like we were all quite intrigued to see like how Kobe is gonna fit into the storyline. What does he mean? Even if he didn't come as a love interest. 
I just didn't think it would bore me like that. <laughs> that really bored me. The man's acting is stale, guys. Y'all need to. Get I, and I, you know what? I think that's really what it is. He's used to these other roles that aren't really these sex, sex, sex appeal, like a sex symbol, yeah, or like a love interest type of role, such that I just don't know if. Yeah, I don't think the serious things are for him. I don't remember what he's like in Queen Sugar. I remember I once watched like maybe two seasons of Queen Sugar and I never really went back. Um, He was out of his element. He was very clearly out of his element. Yeah, it it didn't give. Um, But speaking of that, what did you think about like, you know, Issa hitting up Nathan to somewhat make her feel better? Now that um, Nathan and... I mean, not Nathan. Now that Issa and Lawrence can't work out, um, I'm just of the opinion that, you know what, guys? Girl's got to get it somewhere. And clearly, it's, her second option is Nathan. And I kind of stand them. I kind of stand them, like, the two of them ending up together somehow. I think, um, obviously, with his mental issues, that did cause an issue because they, he did ghost her. But it just seemed like Molly kind of wrote him off when he came back. And I mean, it's not an excuse, but I think he's allowed into the room at least to have a chat. So I think he's clearly showed that he's not flaky, unlike some people, Mr. Lawrence. Because <laughs> if you even think about it, Nathan is the one who was able to attend um, the blog party. Um, Lawrence ain't saying none. Lawrence is just like, oh. Francisco, though, at an interview? No, he was. That wasn't the one the interview, was it? Oh, I don't know. Oh no, I, I think it was Simon Condola. I don't know because I remember him saying, "I'm sorry, I couldn't be there." Yeah, I remember him saying, "I'm sorry, I couldn't be there," but I, I'm not sure. I think it was. I think the interview was after, but I don't quote me. Um. So yeah, I think um, I loved it, but it was sad to kind of see. I mean, it to some extent it didn't make very much sense. I mean, it did make sense because obviously Isa and Molly are both in the same situation. They had relationships they really wanted to see work out. And at the end of the last season, well, you know, between season mm-hmm. four and season five. Um, so to see to see only one of them just kind of finally just go, you know what, to show you, us that I'm hurt. I'm actually hurt that this thing I wanted to pan out, not pan out. And just break down, like, you know, is we really, Insecure is a very happy show. Insecure is you know, the black joy we like to see. Um, and obviously this is a different kind of sadness, you know, but it's nice to see them deal with their emotions on camera. Like we didn't see a lot of the emotions about the fallout of their friendship on camera. It was just always, no, I'm fine. No, I'm fine. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's, it's, this is one of the very few opportunities we get to kind of process certain things with them. And it's clear that Issa is not okay regarding the end of that relationship molly seems molly seems she seems like fine but she i do worry she seems that's why i said i think it's going to end with her single because it does seem like she's quite quickly trying to get back on the horse but yeah we'll see what happens <laughs> next say, um, sorry is it not that it's now a year later <laughs> is it not well, that it's not a year later so maybe for molly she has healed because um if it is a year later from the last episode then why is Issa still crying if it's a year no, later. But remember, no, no, but if it's a year later, Molly had already broken up with Andrew by then. So she'd already had two months or so, and but then the see, year. 
that that one year later has now confused us because I'm working on the assumption that we are now a year later than last episode, but you are saying it's a different no, no, time. No, 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 I'm saying even if it's a year later from our last episode, that's when Issa and Lawrence finally called it quits. But by then, no. had, yeah, like episode one, last episode, last week. As in, what I'm saying is at the end of last episode, after Issa breaks up with Lawrence, one year has passed. Exactly, but no, no, no. But Issa's crying about Lawrence over. I mean, after a year, but Molly still had a little bit longer because she had already broken up with Andrew from season four. Child, that's for no. But think about it. Molly and Andrew were together for a few months. Issa and Lawrence were together for five years. Then she really thought that we were really about to get back together on better terms in better circumstances, and the shit still ain't work out. I don't blame her for going after a year, you know. I don't blame her for going through it after a year. Listen, I'm a Virgo. Pick, pack your <laughs> things. We're going to the club. Ladies, you your man. Do you know what? I will just, you know, more or less get towards the end of this episode by saying I just wish Nathan had a tiny bit more self-worth. Um, this isn't like because I don't stand the two of them together. I think pre-Issa choosing to get back with Lawrence or explore that situation with Lawrence and rekindling it, I was more than happy with Issa actually choosing Nathan um, at mm. the end of season four. Um, and then Issa decided Lawrence. And for me, I just feel like it doesn't matter how much you love someone, don't ever say yes to being someone's second best. Mm. Um, sometimes in life, you may never know if you are someone's second best, but in situations that you actually know, because Issa actually told him at the end of last season, me and my ex are talking again. We were kind of seeing each other again. And then there was that whole exchange. And then even by the final episode, we didn't know whether she was actually going to get back together and what was going to happen. But we started off the season and that is clearly what had happened. Um, even just take, taking a guess, maybe the way insecure characters have been in the past, if they were now together for those few months, maybe they had posted stuff on instagram like the way they normally do uh-huh. if nathan had happened to see that as an, an insta post a story that being said i just don't know why in that moment when they were talking about oh this restaurant's trying to set the vibe it's working and then fast forward to after this crenshaw event she's not like hey do you want to grab a drink like i get that she's working on his event as well which also is kind of back to the drag that Molly gave her last season, that Issa, sometimes you just end up in mess. Like when my sister said it, y'all said she. I didn't like Molly's delivery. I still don't agree with it. I just still think that there's always a much better way to say these things to your friends, especially your best friend. But I still feel like there's a little bit of lack of growth in Issa. In fine, a bag is a bag, a check is a check. But there's no need. Fine, you want to get the block to this place. There's no need for you to be working for an event for Nathan. You know your history. You know your past. That was disappointing. Nathan as well. Why are you accepting when she's like, hey, don't you want to stay over? And you're like, uh, okay. What did you think was going to happen? Even if she was over Lawrence, I just feel like, why are you okay with being someone's second best? Even if he had decided to just leave it at, you know, doing the wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. I just feel like respect yourself a little bit more, Young King. You, you don't need to do that. He did, and now look, it still didn't work in his favor because the person is now still crying over their ex after a year, mid lips. But had you decided I'm not going to do this, you just wouldn't be in that situation and having to leave Issa's in the middle of the night. I'm just happy that you said Molly was right. 
nothing else. I have nothing else to add. You can help yourself here. Mo- and I knew, I knew, I knew when I said Molly was telling the truth. I knew what I meant. I was not, I, I was not, you know, making up anything. I knew it's not, a, it's not by chance. Like, you know, it wasn't by chance. Molly, it wasn't by chance. I just like think you said delivery sucked. But at the end of the day, the message is that it was the same. Isa is not opposed to mess. And I think as an adult, you have to have some level where you're like, you know what, guys, this situation is for me. Like, I know I'm not going to do anything wrong or, or, you know, it's not the worst situation. But at the end of the day, it's just not a place I want to expend energy, something I want to focus on. Like, there's other avenues I can pursue. And, mm. you know, Isa did, not, Isa did not feel that way about working with her ex's uh, new girlfriend. She didn't feel it's, that way about Condola. She didn't feel that way about sleeping over at Daniel's. She, like, it's really maybe... giving, it's really giving an aloofness <laughs> that I that has always been a problem. Like I am an I'm an earth sign, so I'm very grounded, but there's an aloofness with Issa that it's just like, girl, you didn't see that coming. You really <laughs> didn't see that coming. Yeah, it, I think it doesn't makes think it hard to feel bad for her. Mm, mm, I agree. She doesn't think things do, and it's like, girl, that was that is terrible decision making on your part terrible in the gutter but you know that's insecure this week um that's what i thought i can't wait for next week hopefully next week's episode just gives us more and is less choppy less jumpy to all of our listeners tell us what you think about any of the shows we've spoken about today you know do tweet us you know we are at reality check pod that is r-e-a-l-i-t-y-c-h-k-p-o-d and also use the hashtag. It's the same as our handle. Tweet us your thoughts. Tell us what you thought. Um, if you do feel like at some point you'd like to join us on the pod um, to tell us what your thoughts are, discuss some of the shows we talk about, hit us up in the DMs and we'll have a chat and see what we can do. We're not promising anything, but yeah, I think not at you all. Know, <laughs> we'd love to have we'd love to have people on. And I think we've got plans, you know. We've sent out some feelers to let people know that, you know, at some point we will we will want your opinion on the show. Um, so, yeah, just get in touch with us. Let us know what you think, where you think we went wrong, what you would have said differently or done differently had you been in any of the positions any of the people are talking about or have been in. Yeah. Yeah, that's, guys. That's it from me. Signing out. Um, bye, guys. Until next week. Bye.